Lucky driver. Me to Miami. <laughs> you think I'm a lucky driver? Because <laughs> it is a long ride, but thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Let me see where we're going in Miami. Um, even show. You going to the airport? I'm going near the airport. Near the airport, okay. Yeah, I live really close to the airport. Alright. But you're right, I'm a lucky driver because I like long rides. Oh, interesting. So Yeah, that's why you 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 probably accepted it, right? Because it asks you before it gives it to you, right? Yeah, plus I was on a streak and the streak gives you an extra twenty bucks. And if you break the streak, then, so the streak is like three rides in a row. Okay. It gives you extra 20 bucks right here. You can put your one in here if you want. That it's fits. kind of Oh, big. that's a big one, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I, I like your setup, the GoPro and the mic. Oh, so that is uh, my question uh, to you. Do you mind if I record a ride for my YouTube channel? Okay, that's cool. Is it okay? No that's good with you. All right, I'm gonna give you my car. Awesome. Now that being said, there's no, you don't, we don't have to talk. If you don't feel like talking, or if you have to do homework or whatever, that's all fine. That's it's, it's not like I'm gonna interview you or something like that. Uh, okay, you know? just whatever comes up comes up. Yeah. I just like to publish my rights and like if you have private conversations on the phone I'll cut those out or if there's silences especially with a long ride I have to edit those because I'm not gonna I did that in the past I would just publish the whole ride but people don't really find that interesting it's a little too long for most I guess especially on YouTube I mean unless I'm like interviewing the queen or so maybe right people would watch that but then you never know you never know yeah plus also what 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 the internet thinks is interesting and what i think is interesting is often also different sometimes i have like people in the car and i go like wow this is so interesting like yeah. fantastic like wow. the stories that they have to, to tell right and then the video does not connect with people like and the other way around that I think God oh, is blase that's sort of boring become the most popular videos it is just weird how that works wow. so I'm not I'm not like judging I'm just doing it for myself and uh, this is sort of like a like a hobby but you recognize that that was a GoPro so have you like been playing with GoPros I used to have one you did yeah oh what did you do with it for the beach, like underwater, to see what's there. Nice. Yeah. You use it underwater? What was that? 
You used it also underwater? Yeah. Like snorkeling or something? No, not like snorkeling, but just for fun. Just for just fun. To see what it could do and what was under the water. Yeah. But you didn't have a, a YouTube, you didn't publish it? No, I didn't. Okay. It was more Anna, there is uh, water in the door if you're thirsty. Thank you. And because it's a long ride, let me know if you want it warmer or cooler in the car. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. right now the weather is a little cold, but in here You it's want it a little warmer? No, that's right perfect. Now it's perfect. Yeah, thank you. Because I have the, the big sweater on, so it's pretty nice. Thank you. Okay. But you said it was sort of cool, no? Outside. Oh, outside, but in the car? It's fine. It's fine? Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So can I ask, what do you do? Um, right now, I am studying. Well, I'm getting certified as a personal trainer, if that makes sense. Personal trainer of what? For fitness. Oh, cool. Yes. Personal trainer, so... How does that work? You train one-on-one? -on -one? Yeah, you can also do it, like you usually start at the gym. Mm -hmm. So you can get to know people, get clients there, and then eventually, if you do really good, you can start doing online, you know, if your clients start to grow. Mm -hmm. So that's the goal, to really move into the online, because that's nowadays what everybody really so online. so you mean like it's a personal fitness trainer mm -hmm. online your goal is to give classes online yes okay because when you said personal I thought you're just training specific people um, to get in shape right that makes sense but or are you you training classes of people so I'm, I'm confused with that personal trainer. Why are you not just a fitness trainer? Or you're a personal fitness trainer? What's the difference? Uh, so it's one by one, you know, that's the personal. It is. It's personalized, like it's not a group where everybody has the same. I'm into nutrition too. Uh -huh. um, I'm certified in holistic nutrition. So I, you know, the goal is to, help the client get a personalized diet and a personalized workout oh, wow. for whatever you know their goals are could be for health or it could be just to you know be more athletic but so i suppose then that your services is mostly for wealthy people no like because i've never heard of that like normal people like an uber driver <laughs> would hire a personal trainer and a per personal nutritionist uh, to improve my life and unless it's a medical emergency right or if it's a medical oh this is not an exit mark jeez if it is like if it's a if it's can it also be medical like that the doctor prescribes you so yeah I can train 
doctor to tell you what not and what to eat when okay. it comes to more, you know, <clears throat> complex diseases. Um, okay. But my goal is to be able to help everybody. I'm not trying to. My mom and actually everybody close to me tells me like, oh, you know, go, go for the, the wealthy people. And I'm like, I mean, I get it, right? You, you can just have maybe like three clients and they can pay you high. But at the same time, my goal is to help anybody. Like, for example, I wish I had somebody that helped me when I needed it and I could afford it. But I had to do a lot of trial and error, and I would love to just help, cause you know, and eventually the money will come. I think. Yeah. So that's yeah. It's really important because that's what keeps us healthy to keep living. You know, do give our best, like with good energy, with a good mindset. Really like a personal coach. Right, yeah. It's very uh, all around. Yeah. What you're doing. Yeah, it really helped me mentally because I used to deal with anxiety and I had like, you know, I, I used to have addiction to to some sort of drugs, right? So you did. Can you tell me which ones or? symptoms but not looking at causes but I also feel like that's still something we have to do ourselves we get sick and we have to look at okay why did I get sick what's the cause of this doctors often don't help you with that but then I've heard of this but I've never really sort of met someone that actually got addicted to painkillers but I hear it's a big problem in the US how long were you on the painkillers? For like two years. Oh, two years. Yeah. That's quite a while. Yeah. Well, and did you try stopping in between or how? No, I mean, I had to stop because my life was really bad. I mean, I, I couldn't keep a job. I had no good relationship with my mother. Like, I was like a bad kid, you know, just like getting in trouble. And with those things, They gave you these adverse effects. Well, they also make you feel high. They make you feel so good. Yeah, they just make. 
could say that's a sacrifice not to drink but it's the opposite it's really the opposite it makes me feel so good and also the fact that I did it that I stopped drinking just makes me feel proud of myself so it's not a sacrifice at all you know it's like an accomplishment now from the point of view of a drinker you could say that's a sacrifice because you're not drinking yeah right from the mindset of the drinker it's a sacrifice but what comes after when you do that when you stop it you get a healthier mindset and then it's a it's a plus aware that I was just drinking too much but it was a while in my life where I would drink every night not drunk drunk but always tipsy you know and um, just I had some aggression to it you know being rude to people or short-tempered things like that and uh, you see in the mirror that it affects you that it's not healthy you know and my wife would of course sometimes complain and uh, you, know, you smell, <laughs> you start sweating a lot, things like that. So I knew at a certain moment that I wanted to get rid of that and I managed to go to weekend only drinking. But still then I would drink pretty good in the weekends. And then one day I moved from Haiti to the US. About years ago and uh, and I, I used that as a moment to because my life around me was changing a lot I thought well you know what I'm just gonna not buy anything don't buy any whiskey don't buy any beer just you know I can have a beer when I go out to eat or so but let's just not buy anything for in the house and that worked and that was easy it was so easy um, but it was easy because my I, I was moving and what I learned is that when you move like a big step like that in life it makes it easy to make other changes in your life as well right. you're starting fresh you're starting fresh you have you're going to have new habits anyway in the new place um, you know where you shop and where you buy stuff and where you have to go in life and these the rhythm is different in the new place the people around you and that is such a good moment to make changes in your life and it was really easy I didn't miss it I didn't think of it and a lot of the drinking but I bet also other forms of addiction uh, they're very strongly related to your habits so you have a, a certain habit to come home a certain time to pass that store always where they have your favorite drink always and that's such a habit just to go in there and buy it or you have a habit so this drinking was very much part of just how my life evolved of course you grow into these things a habit isn't isn't suddenly there 
and it's difficult to change habits. It's not always easy. Yeah. It takes an effort. Oh yeah. You have to be really self-aware. Yeah. Day because we have a king instead of a queen. Oh. 
and uh, oh man, that, that is the biggest party in the Netherlands and especially in Amsterdam, that's when everybody goes to Amsterdam. Streets are filled and everybody in orange and drinking and crazy. And, but Did it's. You have parties in the streets? I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. You don't see this often. Anyway, and then the people are so nice too. They are. Amsterdam is a special place, I'd say. Oh yeah, I mean it's, it's like where all the drugs are legal. Well, you know, like uh, psychedelics and stuff. Did you go on a canal ride? Yes. You did? Yes. Nice, so eh? Fun. I love it. The food, oh my god. Still good. Oh, but that's just because, that's not Dutch food though. The Dutch are good in international food. So we have like Indonesian and Indian, and we have German and French, and we have like uh, Turkish and Chinese, and so. But it's all from elsewhere. Uh, <laughs> it's not Dutch food that is so great <laughs> because there's no Dutch cuisine, <laughs> you know. But there is a lot of good food, yeah, for sure. We call them croquette. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. It's like, uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. So good. We are famous with that, actually. The, yeah. the snack bar food, we, we call it. Yeah. Frikandel. Did you do you remember the frikandel? No? Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. Did you try uh, raw fish? Yes, I was just gonna say that. You did? Yeah. I wow, did. good for I you. Love, it's really strong. Yes. Sure, I had it with onions. Yeah, with onions, yeah. And it was, I, I love it. I'm from Mexico wow. and I... You're Mexican? Yeah, from okay. where I'm from, it's also like beach and stuff. So okay. I was raised with a lot of seafood and like oysters and like really... That's raw. Yeah. yeah. So for me that fish was like, ooh, this is, this is my type of food. <laughs> Most Americans or most people will just not try that dish because it's raw herring. Yeah. It's raw fish and um, it's very salty, mm -hmm. it's very greasy. Uh, and now with onions, yeah, you eat it raw with onions. And, um, but it's super healthy and it, I, I love it. It's super yummy. But yeah, if you like oysters, you'll probably like herring. That is a. Uh, because oysters are raw and salty. Yeah, and they have a weird texture too. <laughs> yeah, they're a little I love gooey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're Mexican, so when did you arrive in the US? Or were you born here? Are you born in the, in, in Mexico? Yeah, I'm born and raised in Mexico. I moved here eight years ago. Okay. Yeah, Miami is the only city. How many years ago? Eight. Eight years ago, okay. Yeah. You are 20 27? Oh six? my god, no, I'm 22. 22? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, I look like 
hey, this is just one opinion out of millions, so yeah. somebody else may say you're 18. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't take it personal. No, but also not. because of the things, the way you talk, yeah, and the way uh, you look at life, and your ambitions, I thought that it cannot be a young 20-year, that must be an, <laughs> a little late 20-year. So that is why I came up with. Um... I was raised by a single mom, so and she was always working. So I guess that's what made me kind of independent. And independent, to, yeah, yeah. To grow up a little quicker. Right now, I feel like I have to take care of her. Like that's my goal. Like she has worked. Is so she much. still in Mexico? No, she's in Miami. Okay. Yeah. You gonna go see her now? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. She's getting older, or doesn't feel like it. You know, she doesn't age. <laughs> <laughs> Moms never she's do. Same, but she she's fifty, and she's like, oh my god, I'm very she's fifty. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, she's not old. Right. I mean, I I think she's still pretty young. already thinking of you taking care of your mom yeah I mean that's when she's in her 70s or 80s I mean no I know not like take care of her like that I mean like I don't want her to she works a lot and she doesn't want to date and she she literally works from like 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. oh so, really wow yeah she's a workaholic Telling you, she is a, a single mom, right? Yeah. Wow. So you know what I mean. Like I just want to take off the work stress of her and like spoil her, like, you know. Yeah. Go out with her. Yeah. Go shopping or. Yeah. Do girl stuff. What do you do? You go shopping. Well. Just, she just likes <laughs> shopping a lot. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm not that much of a impulsive. so hard from 7 to 9 that is just it's 14 hours a day that is crazy yeah is, is she making so little money maybe or she has such high bills or Big Spanish. 
Oh, that, sure. Yeah, Spanish is uh, the number one language in Miami, but it's definitely helpful if you speak English. Yeah, if you want to get more money. And yeah, what kind of work does your mom do? She's manager in a call center. Oh, okay. Like for telemarketing. Is that from home or? She's, yeah. That is from home. Yeah, she okay. started at the office, but then during COVID, you know, yeah. She moved to home and it stayed like that. So that's a good thing, you know, she's at home and not having to be outside for so many hours. Well, you guys are not too far away from each other. I mean, it's a two-hour drive. Yeah, it's not It's bad. doable. It could be worse. Yeah. You know, but I you don't have a car? I used to. And long story short, like, it, it left me Any warranty when you bought the car? No. No. It 
That's usually with second-hand cars is what I look for is do they give a warranty on a car even if it's just for three months you know yeah. the fact that they give a warranty means that they trust the car it means that they check the car and know that it should be okay um, then you can still be unlucky and have a car with problems but then you're unlucky uh, a dealer that does not give any warranties and then you have to know cars before you buy one and um, it's a typical uh, yeah but you know dealers that give three month warranties they're always more expensive right yeah so it's yeah but uber is not or this is done lift but that's not cheap either no. because this eventually will uh, Especially if you go to Miami and back every weekend or every other weekend. I mean, you can get a, a car for that kind of money. You never thought about financing a car? So that's the goal. I yeah, actually yeah. ended up selling the, the Cooper. Baby Cooper. Uh -huh. like, messed up for 3K. Okay. I was like, wow. That was, that was not expected because it was literally done. Based on your income. 
what yeah. kind of credit cards you can get. Actually getting a car loan is good for your credit. So also like if you have a small personal loan, it's good for your credit. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to live a life without a car, especially in Florida, especially in Naples. Or in Bonita, where we were, but um, yeah, yeah, everything in the whole, everything is based on on mobility. You know, yeah. I mean, in Amsterdam, you you grab a bicycle, right? <laughs> Everybody's on a bike over there, but no. not here. a little bit better and then finally I
proposed and luckily she said yes. And then uh, first we moved to uh, Mexico. We lived in Mexico in uh, Cuernavaca. Oh, wow. Also for my work. Wow. Uh, actually what happened is uh, we moved, uh, after Cuernavaca, we moved to Haiti. But then the earthquake happened in 2010. So I was in that, we survived that, and then uh, we left. We lived in my country for two years, the Netherlands. But that was too cold for her, and then my job wanted me back in Mexico. We went back to Mexico again. Wow. Yeah, and then finally we left again for Haiti, and then we lived uh, six years in Haiti. But then finally Haiti became yeah, just too dangerous for a white guy and his family to live there. It's just uh, there's so much kidnappings happening over there that it's just not safe. You don't dare sending your kids to school anymore just being afraid that they get kidnapped. And uh, so we had to leave. And then we came here. Because my oldest two kids, which are 24 and 22, they are studying here in the US. And so we thought, well, you know, maybe it's good to be in the US while they are in college. And then we still have a 17 year old uh, living with us at home. Yeah. Oh, but I love Mexico. <laughs> Especially Mexican food. Oh, yeah. Tacos, yeah. And gorditas, uh, burritos, uh, sopas. Ah. actually quite a few Mexican restaurants that are really authentic because they have like a Mexican family in, in the kitchen you know and then if you look closely you see not a lot of Americans eating there but a lot of Mexicans eating there and then you know oh, that, that must be like authentic and it's usually a little bit more spicy Mexican restaurants? No? Well, in Fort Myers, come on, there gotta be in Fort Myers some. I mean, Fort Myers, there's one actually near by where I stay. It's okay. called Dos Habores. Uh -huh. It's really good, it's pretty decent to be honest. But yeah, every restaurant's a little bit different. Yeah, they have their own it does and it, how they cook things and how long do they do the meat and how do they do it and yeah because my favorite i think mexican food is an alambre um but some restaurants make it great and some others they just mess it up <laughs> just their alambre is not for me <laughs> um yeah Oh, that's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> I, I travel like, I feel a like lot. Like the time zones and everything are so different from another. Well, the thing was that I I've been addicted also to marijuana 
long time ago in my life. I was in my 20s. Um, I got married, first wife, and she left me after seven months of marriage. And that got me into a depression, smoking pot so much, because it was like for me the only way to be happy. And uh, I got out of it a couple of years, but then I fell back into it again, and I had just so had it with that being such a big part of my life that what I did is I volunteered for an organization to work in Central America. And I did away with all my stuff. I gave everything away, everything that I had, except one backpack of clothes and my laptop. And, uh, and that changed my life, changed my life. I left the Netherlands, I went to El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras and all those places working for this organization that has uh, orphanages and they needed an IT person to run their websites and databases and stuff in the, in the orphanages and that's what I did. And uh, as a volunteer that was so liberating because I mean they paid for my food and they paid for my bed so to speak, you know, they gave me a place to sleep. But just a small allowance, like I would get like 200 bucks a month. Uh, and I did that for three years and that uh, changed my life. Yeah. Because, uh, and that made me quit smoking, you know? Yeah. But also, the, the experience of giving everything away, that was just an eye opener for me. Because I was living in, on my, in my own home, so to speak, and you gather all this stuff, you know? And uh, you get sort of trapped in that life where you have to work to pay the bills and to buy more stuff. And it's such a, it's a sort of a spiral where you always have to work harder and more pay for more bills and to buy more stuff and by giving everything away and going to work as a volunteer for an organization just only having a backpack of clothes and my laptop um, just made me it was such a relief everything was all the responsibilities and all the the pressure of having to pay your bills and you know having to live your life in a certain way it was just gone and it um, it made me such a free person, I think, and made me focus more on who I am and what I wanted to do in life. And um, that's and really cool. yeah, that was that was really like good for me. <laughs> really true you're born naked and we we go naked you cannot anything you gather here in this world you cannot take it with you yes. and once you understand that that you start to see also the the difference between the spiritual and the things that are made by humans so the spiritual is nature because it's part of your being you cannot exist without that tree right the tree gives you oxygen, 
and you give CO2 to the tree. So the tree is part of your being. So everything natural, everything in, in nature is part of you. And that is you. And But that is the spiritual part. That is what is real. Now what people do, what people make, is not real. And so that is, for example, the car, roads, signs, traffic lights, everything. All the stuff, TV, a GoPro, <laughs> all of that is not real. It doesn't matter. It has no significance. The moment you are living a life where it has significance to you to have a car, you don't understand something. Where you're putting a stress on yourself that isn't real, that isn't part of you. You don't need to give any attention to a car in your life, right? Um, not saying that you shouldn't buy a car, because yes, a car is, is a handy thing. But don't get obsessed by that you have to have that certain type of car, for example. Maybe that is actually what happened to you. You were obsessed with the Mini Cooper and that didn't work for you. Well, that's maybe also life telling you that don't be obsessed about exactly right and um, and I learned that by giving everything away <laughs> because and uh, I just forced myself because the thing was like I was still addicted to marijuana I knew that I wanted to volunteer for this organization and I knew that I could not smoke pot in these countries because you do not want to go to jail in Nicaragua, okay? You do not want to go to jail in Mexico, <laughs> right? So I knew that once I started working in Central America, that was the end of my marijuana adventure and that was my goal. Now I have all this stuff and I, I'm, oh, I guess that the trick for me was that I didn't make an end date. So I said, okay, I'm going to start doing this but I will see how long I do it. I didn't say like, I'm gonna do this for one year, I'm gonna do this for two years. Because then you can pack everything, put it in a storage facility and come back to it. But I didn't want that. So I left, left the end date open. And so what do I do with my stuff? Well, you can only give it away or sell it. And selling it costs way too much time. Uh, it takes months, if not years, to sell your stuff and it was just too much and so I just gave everything away and then once you do that it's fantastic it feels so um, it's so freeing to give your stuff away that takes a lot of courage because just to keep a book bag in your laptop I'll be like oh, where do I go like now what do I do like Right. You left alone too, right? Like it was alone, was yeah, demo, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, in a relationship, it's difficult to do something like that, I suppose, For sure, yeah. unless you do it together. I know somebody was doing it together with his spouse, but uh, but giving everything away. Now, granted, it it does have some. Uh, want to say negative but like one of the effects is that you're not building wealth in your life like that and sometimes I miss that to have wealth 
but I also learned that that is all relative. There's always somebody who is more rich than I am, and I'm the richest guy of a lot of other people. You know, so yeah. Uh, yeah, it does take some courage. I agree. You, yeah, you, 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 you take a plunge in the unknown. But life always provides, you know. It always provides. It'll take care of you. full and then go do what you want to do no just go do what you want to do and trust that the food will be along the way you know what I mean going to be people that don't like what I'm doing tons of them 
but there's also going to be a few people that do like what I'm doing and I'm doing it for them you know so even if there's just a few people who enjoy these videos that's the goal that's the goal and all the haters and naysayers and all of those people okay that's fine too you know but they're not going to be my friends and that's fine you know um, and honestly uh, YouTube is um, it's sort of like yeah you put a mirror in your own face as well because I like at night I have to edit these videos cut out the quiet moments although this video I don't have to edit a lot <laughs> but you have to edit these uh, videos and stuff and um, you hear yourself talk and I go like oh Mark she was trying to say this and that you missed that and pay more attention to that and that and don't talk so much yourself here I am talking anyway <laughs> I've, I still f I'm learning a lot about myself doing this you know and slowly I'm hope eventually getting better at what I envision in the future how I want to be doing these uh, these videos and so it's uh, I guess it's a little confronting but it's yeah. subjects and your videos get better too right yeah that's true and yeah you gotta start somewhere but you're still so uh, young that imagine if you start in one of these years or one of these days uh, you're gonna be fantastic when you're 35 you're gonna be master of the world amen to that yeah. I hope. Amen. I so be it. And in the end, it's just fun to do. Believe me. The first year, you're not going to make any money. <coughs> it takes uh, a thousand subscribers. And I think if you have a thousand, a thousand subscribers, uh, you make 50 bucks per month or so. I believe. So that's nothing, right? And uh, I have 36 now. So, <laughs> and I've already been doing this for a month almost. So it's it's not growing fast. I could, could, could be years before I reach a thousand subscribers. But it's just fun to do it, you know? It's fun to do it and um, Yeah, 
what you also can do is uh, I did that in the beginning I would like make some videos and don't put them public I would just put them uh, private and share them with some people and get in input from uh, some people like my wife people that love me you know so it's usually tinted in a positive uh, direction in a positive way gave me some advice and then uh, went from there That's you know too. yeah take small steps of nutrition and and the sports I've never seen that that before there's or nutrition channels or there is That's true. health uh, the exercise channels yeah. but I've never seen a channel that combines the two because it's actually important what do you eat before you do yoga or before you do an exercise yeah, it's right it's a lot of stuff that you cannot eat yeah. or what should you eat after an exercise? You could put that in one video. Some nutrition and some exercise. Maybe. I don't know. Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and oh no it's just too much work <laughs> too much work and I'm not a social media guy uh, at all uh, but I like doing these videos so Some people click on it and see it. And in the beginning, it like I had three subscribers for the first two weeks, and then uh, lately it's sort of starting to like I get now one new subscriber per day or so or two, which is great. something and then if those keywords are in the description like what I will do is like I will publish this video and make a few short comments about you like uh, I don't know what but I could maybe say something about the Mini Cooper or so in a video description so then if somebody looks for Mini Cooper maybe my video is offered and then it will say driving Anna because my channel is called driving you so your video is going to be called Driving Anna. Now, um, 
and if then the description has the word Mini Cooper in it, now let's say there's somebody you know looks for Mini Cooper or for BMW or whatever, then maybe my video pops up and if they like the, the photo they may click on it, right? And then uh, that's cool. That's how that works, yeah. So, but it takes time for YouTube to understand my type of videos and what kind of people like my videos. And they say even that can take as long as 10 months before YouTube makes a good connection between, uh, yeah, between what I'm offering and people that like my videos. Exactly, the kind of viewer, yeah. Because I don't think that young people will like my videos. It's more the older people. And people that are relaxed, you know, that just want to sit and just want to watch a conversation. Rather than, rather than, you know, nowadays it's all like fast-paced videos. One minute clips and it has to be funny or awful or gross or it has to be a, has to be a strong emotion. My clips are not like that at all, right? This is just relaxed conversation. Um, yeah, there's an audience for everything. You'll be surprised. So. I hope so. Yeah. But I think so, right? Yeah. studying something right I forgot well I'm getting certified as you're getting certified yeah as a personal trainer yeah for fitness fitness personal trainer so what kind of school is this or what kind of training institute it's online okay Well, 
human body, how everything interacts with, with, with each other, right? The whole system is just so complicated and it's such a... Yeah. And there's so much to know. So much to know. We still haven't even found out probably. But anyway, but that's... Oh. But, but so then... You're getting certified as a personal trainer. Yes. And then you said you wanted to uh, learn more about... Um, Uh, nutrition or you did the nutrition studies before this? I did the nutrition before. Oh, okay. And then the reason why I chose personal training was because um, like I'm always working out and people come up to me and everything like hey like how do you do this or oh like can you teach me how to do this? So I don't know it's just like the you know you can hurt yourself
fitness gyms where you pay a membership fee and then you're a member and then you can use the facility. But there's a lot of in Naples especially, but also in Bonita and in Fort Myers. It's like, what I see is there's a lot of golf courses. And a golf course has a lot of homes on it, usually for elderly people to uh, play golf, because they are retired. And then these facilities, they'll have, there'll be a, a restaurant and a pool and a gym. And then there will be somebody working at the pool gym area and that is usually a private trainer or not private but it's uh, and uh, how do you say that a uh, fitness trainer so somebody who knows fitness somebody who can help these people also uh, how to lift weights and the postures and all of these things and then also usually the pool is part of that area so that in case that they keep an eye on the pool uh, and those are nice jobs I think I've driven people like that I've had people like that in the car before those seem like nice jobs yeah it sounds like but it's mostly working with elderly people usually money for personal trainers yeah. you know because not everybody can afford a personal trainer yeah. I mean as an uber driver I can afford ten dollars a month to go to a gym right or twenty five dollars a month I can afford a gym but I cannot afford you to give me a, a one-hour class one-on-one how uh, to do a fitness class because that's probably going to cost me $150 and you know there's yeah, maybe I can do that once in my life but I'm not going to do that every week yeah. it's just too expensive but, yeah, but wealthy people can do that you know that makes sense yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of wealthy people in Naples really? oh yeah I mean Oh yeah, really yeah. Nice the golf courses and everything. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely look into the golf courses. I would have never thought, but it is true. It's like a little country club. That's exactly what it is. It's a country club yeah. with a golf course, and then all the homes are on the golf course. Um, just this morning, I was driving a lady home. Um, I did not publish her because uh, she said no, that's fine too. Um, but that, there was a second security inside a secured area. And I said to her, well, I've never seen that before, that there's a second security gate. Yeah. But as soon as I drove in, I knew why. I've never seen such big and beautiful homes in my life. Wow. Those homes were so huge. <laughs> and they were so secluded somewhere 
Oh, no wonder that she was private. No wonder she didn't want to be on TV. You know? Um, but, yeah, no, I just started drooling because of, like, the beauty of that place. It's amazing. second and third floor in the house and they can move things upstairs and they have good insurance and then repaint everything for free and
Oh yeah, I have lots of siblings. I always lose count. <laughs> uh, let me see, I have nine brothers and sisters, I believe. I got uh, some step. I got three, uh, one real brother and two real sisters, like the same parents. I call them real, but the other ones are real too. Um, and uh, three step brothers and uh, one half brother and one half sister. So, yeah, I lost count. And uh, but I don't see them much. I don't I don't talk to them much. Once in a while, and that's okay. As long as I know that they're doing okay, you know. Yeah. I talk to my parents a lot, which is nice. But all my family is in the Netherlands, so it's sort of far away. Oh, and the time frame too, right? Yeah, the time difference is a little difficult. Um, because by the time I feel like talking, uh, they're in bed already. And during the day, I'm at work. And then uh, at night, I have time for them, but uh, then they're uh, yeah, in bed. Usually in the weekends is the best, but um, yeah, I'm not so good at keeping in touch with everybody. Same, especially yeah. if I'm long distance. Yeah. But I, you know, you meet people, and I carry everybody with a good feeling in my heart. And uh, you know, you think of people, sometimes you pray for them, and that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, I guess I, I don't like to be confronted with all the emotions that uh, are involved of missing people in your life. Because you do miss uh, people when they're far away. Yeah. And. Uh, to not stir that pot, so to speak, of emotions. Yeah, it's easier this way. <laughs> but it yeah, fits my character, I guess. <laughs> Do you have siblings? I only have one half-brother. One half-brother. So that is then the same mother, but another... Same dad. Oh, the same dad, another yeah. mother. Oh, yeah, of course. You don't talk to him? But it's fine, yeah, because we're not we were not really raised together. No, no. So he's in Mexico or here? He's in Mexico. In Mexico. So your dad is also in Mexico? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So you go visit your dad sometimes? No, hardly. I don't know much about him. Oh you don't know you hardly know oh yeah, you said that your mother raised you as a single mom. Yeah, my dad was <coughs> wasn't there. No. You don't really know your dad. No, it's weird. And my mom really never talked about it. So, yeah. And you're also not curious about him or so? Yeah, for some reason, I just feel like everything happened for a reason. Somebody that 
be there probably. Yeah. Your mother never got remarried, apparently.
not really sound like a kind person at all. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to go through that. I would expect a, a strong uh, Spanish accent, but I don't hear anything. Oh, thank you. I think I have it, but... <laughs> no, I don't hear it. But so then, about moving to Mexico, uh, I mean, moving to the US, you're, you're happy about that part? Yeah, I'm happy about it. I just... Um, yeah, we've grown out of it, so... Yeah, but she never listens. 
<laughs> oh, but that, this I'm sure that this helped. You think so? Yeah, for sure. When your she own child says you these things, yeah, you think about it. Maybe she didn't right away say, oh yeah, okay, you're right, let's move <laughs> out now. No, it takes time. But this was one of the many reasons why she left him. And it's because you told her this, I'm sure. Maybe one day when you have a good talk with your mom, you can ask her. But, uh, together and we're still 
Um, yeah, plus I'm also not the subject. I, I don't think that I'm an interesting guy here, so... Um, and then putting the, the image of the traffic together with you uh, talking. On the other hand, if it's true that we're having a conversation and I'm part of the conversation, so maybe I should put a, a camera on me, but I'm just... Uh, keeps also like a uh, mystery like who who's that person driving you know sorry like the viewer probably is wondering who's the person talking so i feel like oh. at the same time creates mystery i see yeah oh okay right? you know what i mean <laughs> oh maybe that's a good thing then right yeah people like, like mystery <laughs> yeah they're probably wondering get curious like, you see me in like moments like where i open the door and I go back and I put your suitcase in the car oh. you, you see glimpses of me in the video oh, wow. but not like a okay. shot on me on my face well, okay, uh, a microphone these are new by the way these microphones they look really nice yeah they I... they're better than this little small microphone oh, wow. small microphones they wouldn't pick up the voice as, as well and these do not a lot better yeah, because there's a lot of noise in the car I'm still like working with it because there's a lot of settings on these things so I'm still like figuring out and 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 hopefully I don't screw this up but uh, yeah sometimes what happens also is that just like that the sound is missing that something goes wrong with your recording and then I cannot publish it Aww. so don't get upset if I don't publish anything <laughs> it's nothing personal no, but that can happen you know if one of these wires is loose or something because here's a connector and there's a connector and it's, yeah. Wow. It has happened then. That's how you... Yeah, you come home and then you have an image and no sound. It's also happened the other way that I have sound but I have no image. Mm -hmm. And you throw it away, yeah. It's no use. Wow. still making money with uber because i need some extra cash <laughs> <laughs> and then this is just a hobby you know when i come home it takes me a couple hours to edit uh, the rides let's see now it's four o'clock almost there's a half an hour more t to where you need to go i'll probably do a few more rides wow. oh what time do you usually finish the, your work day or your sorry 
officially finished driving. Well, so today's a holiday, Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. Am I supposed to say Happy Martin Luther King? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what this day is about. It's about Martin Luther King, but okay. Right, yeah. I, mean, I guess it marks. I mean, he did help a lot, like, yeah. in history. Discrimination, anti discrimination, uh, yeah. yeah. so crazy as Miami. Oh, we got some traffic here. If there would be a faster way, the map would uh, tell me. But this is, uh, it's not that bad, it's moving. but first you got your driver's license yeah and you weren't afraid to drive on the highways no I wasn't I mean I had I didn't just hop on the highway right away I had to you know go step by step drive around my neighborhood drive around you know mm -hmm. where I felt more comfortable and I just knew when I was ready I was like okay I think I can do this I can do this yeah and you mini cooper yeah. I can see you drive a Mini Cooper. That's a cute car though. There there are yeah. really nice looking cars. Yeah. But they're sort of expensive in maintenance, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. And because uh, everything is so tiny and compressed, mm -hmm. to change the pieces you have to remove like other oh. pieces because they're all on top of each other. So the mechanics, that's why they charge you so much too, because it's so much work. It's a lot of work for them to yeah. do things. Uh -huh. And I, I never thought of when that. I, when I took it the first time so they could fix it, the guy, the guy was like, I don't even know if we can get the part we need because it comes from Ukrainian. And there's oh, a really? war over there. And I was like, oh great. So the pieces are also like very wow. hard to get. So. So your next car is going to be a Toyota. Yeah, or a Hyundai <laughs> or something like that, you know. Hondas and Toyotas, believe me, those are always good options. They're cheap in maintenance, they're good quality. Um, 
Yeah, that, that, that's a good bet. Volkswagen is a really good brand, but it's sort of more expensive here to maintain, they yeah. say. Um, what do you think about Chevys like that? Like? Yeah, they're good cars. Chevrolets are good cars. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go for. Like an American car, just something <laughs> where I can just take it and anyone can fix it. Yeah. Chevys are good. Ford. Well, I hear that Ford is not such a great brand uh, once it's an older car and you need a lot of maintenance. Uh, I believe that Ford needs quite a bit of maintenance once they get older. The Toyota and not as much. Um, I believe Chevy is a little bit better than Ford. but. Carmax is really, yeah. Uh, well, you won't find a car cheaper than. I, we just bought a car at Carmax and it was one of the cheaper cars. Uh, it was a nice Toyota Corolla or something. Um, and I believe it was sort of like 18,000 or so. Wow. And then the monthly price, it was around 300 bucks a month or so. That's really good. So we did some part uh, down payment and then part financing. Right. But $300 a month is doable. Yeah. It's not a big amount because you also have to save for, for maintenance because when you buy a second-hand car you just know that there's going to be little issues. Mm, I see. You just don't want major issues. Right. And you also have to pay for the insurance. For the what? For insurance. Yep. And that's exactly. expensive. Yep. I had no idea how expensive that, that is. Although, like for Toyota Corolla, it's a lot less probably than for the Mini Cooper. Mm, Mini true. Cooper is an expensive car uh, yeah, to buy yeah, new. Big trouble there. Yeah. And it was my mom. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I I also said yes, but she was like, Oh my God, it's the Mini Cooper. What? She was like hyping me to get the Mini Cooper and she was oh, really? like, I'll give you a thousand dollars more if you get it. And I was like, oh, really? I mean, yeah, if you're yeah. going to help me with extra cash, then sure, I'll get it. And then yeah. She loves that car? Yeah, she said yeah. it was like her dream to see me in a Mini Cooper. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I learned. Actually, my sister dreamt of that car too. <laughs> One day were you successful with your nutrition and uh, and uh, personal training online thing, <laughs> then uh, you can afford yourself a new Mini Cooper one day, and then it's time for the Mini Cooper. Yes, exactly, when it's time. <laughs> exactly. But when you're a student and you're 22, maybe it's better to wait a little longer, yeah. Reminds me actually when I was a kid, oh, not a kid anymore, I was like 22 also, I think. I had to have an Alfa Romeo. It was my first car, an Alfa Romeo. Oh, wow. 
and you know it sounds cool and it's fast and you know wide tires and peppy engine and oh I love that car until one day I put it in its reverse I heard crack and then I put it in first gear but it would still drive backwards put it in second gear I would still go backwards it would only drive backwards so the gearbox was just completely kaput and, and that was my adventure with the Alfa Romeo, my first car. And you know, it's I bought it cheap somewhere, and it didn't last. Wow, yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when you get them secondhand, like, especially. I was lucky expensive. though. Uh huh. I was thinking, especially when they're expensive, you know, like. Yeah. I was actually lucky because I drove all the way to Austria with a car to go skiing. It was like a long weekend trip, thousands of miles, and then I came back. And then when I came back home, I put it in the reverse and I heard crack. Oh my god. So that's when it broke down. So at least it took me all the way to Austria yeah. and back home. And uh, it was good for, for me and my friends. Going right, there, yeah. But then when it, when we came back home, it uh, it gave up. Protestant, but I wouldn't call myself Protestant anymore. Yeah, okay. uh, my wife's Catholic. I wouldn't call myself Catholic, <laughs> but I definitely believe in in spirituality. That you know, life is just too beautiful to be a coincidence. Right. Life is too amazing to not have the Creator. But I also believe that we are part of the Creator and that we are part of creation you know sounds a little uh, snobby but uh, it's uh, yeah it's a wondrous world and it's just the more we try to understand it the, the more questions we have and I find that just fascinating there's, there's no end to discovering new things about life uh, it's a beautiful thing. Um, so there's too many coincidences in life. Like with your car breaking down at home. Uh, maybe more. But there's just coincidences that happen. There's little telltales. Also, especially when you have questions in your mind. Should I do this? Or should I do that? There's little telltales in life that will guide you. What What's good for you. And that will bring what you ask for. Mm -hmm. 
um, I guess people also, I have a need, I don't know, what, what do you think? Is there a God? Uh, I'm do you believe in God? It's, I believe in the universe. <laughs> there you go, yeah. That's, you know, same with spirituality, I think. Um, mm. I think it's beautiful though that people can, you know, create religions and, and believe in something. What I'm also amazed Ben uh, am about is that I've always felt the same. No matter whether I was six, I'm 10 or 20 or 30 or 40, and now I'm in my 50s. Something deep inside me always feels the same. That's me, and that me is, um, I guess, that's my core or so, my core energy. Uh, don't know. I, exactly how to explain that but uh, so there's a truth in in that feeling and that that feeling is important to me uh, yeah and I think that the mark the the person that I am is something temporary look because I was born and I will die and that mark is gone right and so well if it's temporary then that's not what it was about if it comes and goes, then that was not really what it was about. It's about the reader of the book, it's not about the book. Well, the me is the reader. Right. And the mark, that's the book. You know a little bit? I, I understand what you're trying to say. I like that. Like, this yeah. is like not you. I mean, yeah, I feel you. The life mark, that's not me. Yeah. Really. It's, it's, uh, I also believe that death is a nice experience. Absolutely. No matter what form it takes. But that in the end, when you go, that is a nice experience coming home. And it will feel like waking up from a dream. And it will feel very natural. Like every morning you wake up in the morning and you had some dreams. Mm -hmm. And you wake up from these dreams. Yeah. And I think that to spirit, life feels like a dream. And when you die, it's spirit waking up in the sp spiritual world, in the energy world. Yeah. And that's where the me comes from. Uh, so it feels, will feel just like waking up from a dream. Now you can definitely guide the dream into a happy dream or an ugly dream. We have an influence, I think, on, on what kind of book do you want to write. Right. Am I going to write a happy book or a sad book? I, I, I have certain choices in you know, what kind of book I want to write. But in the end, there's also going to be some adventures in the book that I cannot control things that happen to me, so to speak. Um, 
but um, yeah, sometimes I think that death is the the greatest uh, yeah. adventure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, At the I, end, I, I see that. I never thought of it, but I read this mm. book that was about spirituality, and it said that you have to be okay with with what death is. And as weird as that sounded. I was first like scared about it because I was like, oh my god. And then the chapter is pretty much like teaches you how to accept it in a mm. way. Mm. Um, and I was like, well, wow, that's true. Like, it should be, it's it's not as terrible as they make it to be. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's supposed to happen. So it should. It will be, happen, right? Yeah, it should be accepted like normal. Plus, it has to fit uh, life. Because there's no life without death. Right. Because if there's only life and there's never death, then nothing changes ever and then you don't get a healthy life. Human beings are here because there is death. Right? Yeah. And so death is very much part of life. So you have to add it up and get a meaningful answer out of what is death. Why do we die and all of these things? And is it happy or is it sad or whatever? Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it has to be a happy answer because here we are, life is beautiful. So death must also be beautiful because it's part of life. That's true. Mm. I think it's just people get scared because they, I mean, we don't know, you know, what's next. So I think that's the thing. And mm. it's, I feel like fearing death also attaches you to hear you know so being able to detach can also help you maybe pass in a more peaceful way like all this time we've known we're just here temporarily we, we have to yeah that's exactly the right thing what you said there it's temporarily life yeah. And if the more you realize that life is temporarily, the more fearless you become. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to fear if life is just temporary. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, and then you. I feel like you also live with more. Get to live with more intention, because you're like, I mean, my time is exactly. also limited, so might as well just do everything I want to do. Yeah, and do it. Don't wait for it. Right. Don't do it tomorrow, but do it today if you can. Sometimes I also think that uh, death does not exist. Um, we talk about it too much like um, as if it is something. But maybe it doesn't really exist. And that, that is what I think. Yeah, the body falls away, but the me, how I feel, what I am, just continues and wakes up to its new reality and remembers that new reality and will just be me um, but the fact that you close the book and put the book away doesn't mean that life suddenly stops no, the book is just finished, that's all so Mark is finished but I continue you know and I sometimes look a little bit like at the sun like the sun shines in space but darkness is not something you see there is no darkness right, 
darkness isn't something it isn't something that you can grab it's the sun shines shines <laughs> in in the darkness but darkness is just space right. for the sun to be in and so I also don't think there is a devil or something you know or that there is uh, negative energy there is lack of love but there's no um, yeah there is no darkness that's what I think but this so darkness is not real but the Sun is real because you see the Sun is shining is a thing and right. that's what, what you are you are the thing well we sure uh, talked about uh, heaven and earth today <laughs> I enjoyed it uh, very much, uh, Anna. Me too. Very nice. And I, I hope. Learned uh, a lot in this conversation today. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Adding new lift right to queue. Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, back <laughs> back <Yeah>. to life. <laughs> yeah. Give Mark a break. <laughs> Let me see. Where are you at? At it's the corner. It's this. Yeah, in the yellow building right here. You can park. Um, when do you want me to drop you off? You can just leave me here in the little You should leave me here side. in the <laughs> yeah, it's just really Can I drive weird. in here? No? That's not good? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, you can go in there. Thank God it's open. And then I'll, let, I'll show you how to get out. Okay. You can leave from the front. If you want, uh, I can you leave over there. Yeah. Alright. So I go in there, right? Yes. All right, great. And I can leave you here? Yeah, sure. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome.